listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Inside my eyes, this the music that saved my life. Y'all be calling it hip hop. I be calling it hypnotized. Yeah, hypnotized. Trap my body but free my mind. What the fuck are you fighting for? Ain't nobody gonna win that war. My details be retail. Man, I got so much in store. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast in the morning. Yes, with your host Rod and. Karen. And we're here for another feedback show. Yes, we are. I think we need to move the official start time to like 10.30. But I guess if you tell niggas that, they won't get here till 11. 11. That's right. So, I don't know. I guess we got to. Stay at 10. Yes. And uh, we're fresh off of uh, Friday when we saw Planet Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Where my team apes people at. That's I'm right. Here. Fuck team oppressors. It's all about team <laughs> apes. <laughs> Fuck your ethnicity. Yes. Yeah, so we was in the theater full of uh, team oppressors, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> yes, we will. Can't believe so many people was down with the, with, with with the, the humans. Me either. It was sad. Oh, I felt so alone in that theater. I, I was know. laughing. Nobody was laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was something that happened, and all you heard was me and Roger laugh. I was like, damn it, they don't get the jokes. Yeah. I'm up, <laughs> I'm up in there like, fuck your couch, nigga. Turn around, everybody <laughs> looking at me like, why are you rooting for the apes? <laughs> why are you angry, sir? Don't you understand they're gonna kill us you should have left them the fuck alone then shouldn't you they were minding their own business and the main villain was black so it's not even a race thing okay (laughs) it's oppressors versus the oppressed (laughs) who the fuck rules for oppressors anyway i'm sorry um so if you listen to the show you should know by now that you listen to the black guy who tips and uh you can find us many many different types of ways because we're all over the place yes um you can find us on twitter i'm at rodimus prime i'm at say that again you can also find us on itunes facebook podomatic and stitcher radio that's right just by searching the black guy who tips and today is all about 
you guys and the feedback that you guys send us. Yep, yep. And we're just responding to that because listeners are what make the show go round. Um, and in order to, you know, send in feedback, you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, you can also uh, hit us up with uh, the five-star reviews on iTunes. We read every single five-star reviews. If yes, there's sir. a five-star review that has been left on iTunes, it has been read on this show. Yes, it has. Regardless of content. Yep. I don't give a fuck. You give me five stars, I will read that. And people say, well, what about the content? What if the content is dissing the show? Well, listen, if you were looking for a new podcast to listen to, and you start checking out the reviews, right, and you see some five-star reviews for this show, but in the review, they like, yo, fuck these niggas, man. They show is whack. I hate his annoying-ass voice. His wife is stupid. <laughs> I, I, I would listen to that. I'd be like, why did he give him five stars, though? Yes, they both country bumpkins. Yeah. I would give, why did he give him five stars? Um, so yeah, definitely do that, guys. Uh, appreciate the people who leave those reviews. You can favorite us on Stitcher. You can join our Facebook page, which is growing rapidly. It is. Thank uh, you, guys. 2,144 people when I checked this morning. Thank you for spreading the word, guys. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, use all kinds of ways to contact us on there. You can even call the show 704-557-0186, and we're taking live calls today at the end of the, the feedback show. show. Yes, we are. So I will let you guys know when it's time to start blowing up the phone and. Uh, we'll see how this works. We tried it out last week and people seem to like, like it. it. So yes, they did. This is what the show is about. We'll try some new shit. And, you know, uh, there may be weeks where if there's too much feedback and we still want to do live shows, we may have to start cherry picking the best feedback. Yes. But uh, we'll, we'll discuss that later if that becomes a problem. But right now it's okay. Um, so... You ready to get into some feedback? Let's do this. Well, first things we got to do is give props to the people that gave us money. Yeah, them the most important people of the crew. Yes, so my man Adjective J, he gave us a donation. Woo-hoo, thank you. Thank you, man. And I appreciate you looking out for us, man. And he has a podcast of his own called The Negro Majority. Yes, and if you can't spell majority, don't look him up. Now, what you got anything to say about The Negro Majority? Will you... If I was on the Negro Majority. That's right, Karen. Now break it down. What happened? Yes, me and Adjective J had a good time. We talked about sow's meat, if I'm pronouncing that right. What is sow's meat? Yes, I had that question too. And if you want to know what the hell sow's meat is, please listen to the podcast. We talked about fishing. You know, me and Adjective J country. So we talked about, you know, the type of bait you do when you fish and things like that. And I really had a great time with him, guys. If you haven't checked his show out, he is a great listener. Did he add banjo music to the background since y'all was talking about fishing and sow's meat? I don't know. He should have. Um, Michael Breedlove, thank you very much for your donation, brother. It is one of my favorite types of donations because it is a recurring donation. Yes, yes. Money I can count on. I, I can always look up and be like, oh, Michael came through. Yes. Appreciate it, Mike. I know it's time to go fill him up again. Come yes. on, baby. And in a week, we well, I shouldn't say a week, maybe two weeks, we will have something cool for all the people that donate that really want to, um, you know, get see something for what they donate, man. Yes. So we appreciate you guys that, that take the time out. Because I, I understand in this economy, you know, you can't get the debt ceiling fat pass. Nope. You know, the, the, the oppressor's boot is on your back, trying to lock you and your brothers in cages. <laughs> you know? Yes. They think we're stupid, y'all. We ain't stupid. Yes. So now you got to go and break all your friends out. Oh, I'm giving away too much. Let me stop. <laughs> go see the movie, y'all. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. I walked in, man. Somebody was on Team Oppressors. I could tell right away because he was like, why would I want to see that? We already know how it's going to end. 
You know? Uh-huh. What an asshole. Uh-huh. Yes. Like every sports movie you ever seen, you didn't know they was going to win. Yes. You know? And I don't care what anybody says. My favorite line is, get your damn hands off of me, you dirty ape. Yes. And you, I love that line because it just exhibits the amount of racism that they had against them apes. Mwah. Mwah. It was lovely. It was wonderful. Magnificent racism is some of the best. I'm telling you, y'all missing out. So, uh, what are we doing first, man? We got comments on Podomatic. We got iTunes reviews. We got emails to get to. Uh, One voicemail. Let's uh, switch it up a little bit. Uh, let's do iTunes reviews first. All right, iTunes reviews. And if I'm reading it, what does that mean, Karen? They five stars. All right, so Del Frano sent one in, and it took him seven months <laughs> to do this. Why? I don't know. I don't want to call him stupid. But he is ratchet, and what I'm assuming is he was putting so much crazy shit in his review. Yeah, they kept blocking us. Like, nah, yes. you can't say that. Mm, we Del Frano is the only dude that when I retweet, I have to edit out the racism. <laughs> like last night I was you know I was tweeting about how I like I like Planet of the Apes and then he was like man which one of these spooks is gonna get mad at you when they go see this movie and say they don't like it and I had to edit out which which one of these people like, come on man you can't say you can't even say a sentence without some racist shit coming out anyway he gives us a five star and review. they say I'm racist sleeping is overrated five stars it took me seven months of attempts but I finally figured out how to write a review. Woo-hoo! I actually binged, how do I write a review on iTunes? And boom, there was a video. Anyways, keep it simple. Your show is great, funny, informative, refreshing. Every time Rod says, sir, or ma'am, or up top, looking for a high five, it's friggin' hilarious. <laughs> See, he probably had to change that from fucking and was like, what? Why isn't it getting through? <laughs> no, you rejected my shit again. And when Karen laughs, it's the best. Thank you. The Black Guy Who Tips is the only podcast I listen to. So fuck the Chitlin Circuit. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Everybody else out there doing podcasts that working hard to get their frontos attention. Fuck you. Fuck your couch, nigga. He decided he's only sticking with us. And probably the only one I will ever listen to. I'm out. Bamf. Viva la Dream Killers at Del Frano. <laughs> now what does Dream Killers mean, Karen? Oh, me and him always go back and forth because he doesn't sleep, and I sleep a lot. So he be telling me how he be up in the morning exercising and shit. I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm on now number two. I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't shortchange yourself, Karen. It's not that you sleep a lot. You the nap queen. Yes. Uh, all hell. Thank you. Queen of the naps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bo. Um, Alright, somebody, uh, Tabitha says, should be a six-star option. Of course, Aww. she had to leave only five stars, but that that is love. Yes, that is. Thank She's, you. Then she says, with all praises due to ba- son of a bitch. <laughs> what? Tabitha. Aww. Why? Why? Uh, this is the best. Go ahead, finish it. <sighs> Hold on, I need a sip of my drink first. <laughs> Got to motivate yourself. With all praises due to base guy Lil B. Don't choke. (laughs) He is the most awesomest, best rapper of all time. Sometimes greatness is mistaken for whackness. (laughs) Shout out to the simps and Brian Pumper's fake chains. Oh, okay. Then she got, okay. All kidding aside, thank you guys for having a great podcast that helps me through the day. 
keep giving us greatness three times a week. Plus, Karen and Rod are a great married black couple. Thank you. Thank you. She stopped beating me 20% less since the show started. <laughs> uh, when do you have all the time for this? Said Taft Win. I've been listening to this show for a year and I've heard everything from interviews with porn stars. Awesome, by the way. Thank you. To your basic run of the mill sword ratchetness. Isn't it sad that sword ratchetness is now running the mill? Isn't that sad? It's not running the mill, guys. It is running the mill. It happens so often, it's not even it's not even scary no more. People just like, sword ratchetness, gonna happen again. It always does. (laughs) See you next week. Uh, I have one question for Ryan and Karen. Where the hell do you find all of this time? You make every show feel like it's a bunch of friends sitting around talking about craziness and someone decided to press record. Do you know how amazing that seems? Nothing ever seems forced. It's always It always seems like a conversation amongst friends, even if you barely know each other. My only complaint would be that you are always putting out a new show, so I never get a chance to listen to the old show before the news gets dated. The feedback you have with your listeners is great and shows that a lot of effort goes into each show. Thanks for the show and all the ratchetness with friends. Well, um, I would say, one, we find all the time by not having children. That's right, y'all. <laughs> so People are like, why don't you have children? I'm like, nah, fuck that, dog. If y'all want our show, we can't have kids. Yeah. It, it would limit this shit a lot. This is my pod. This is my baby. Yes, and on top of that, we actually schedule our time around recordings. Like, we'll actually be like, nah, nigga, I can't do that. I got the show. Like, we'll cancel right. appointments and rearrange things, you know, around it to accommodate you guys. And we've been on other people's podcasts and stuff trying to spread the word. And, yes. Uh, and I think the reason that um, the conversation comes off like his friends mostly is because we typically only have people on the show that we're we're fans of. Yes. And we get a lot of requests of people that are like, I just want to be on the show just to be on the show. Yes. Um, that really, you know, maybe they have a podcast or something, but if I don't listen to it, I'm not comfortable with just having them on the show. If I'm not interacting with them in some shape, way, or form, I don't just like to just throw people on the show just because. Um, but I still keep a list of people that, you know, want to be on the show and I kind of know of, or maybe I've talked to them on Twitter or something yeah. like that. And uh, sometimes we'll, if we need to have an emergency, we just need somebody on because a guest cancel or something, we'll reach out to somebody like that. Yes, and on top of that, uh... For those out there that want us to like follow them on, on Twitter and things like that, you guys have got to interact with us. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, don't just hit me up like, hey, follow me. Okay, why? And I don't mean no, not trying to be funny with that, but why? Yeah, I follow a lot of people straight up through interaction. Like, uh, yes, natural interaction. This week I started a trend on Twitter, uh, Black Spider-Man. And then we went into a bunch of jokes about stereotypes and stuff. And by the end of it, you know, I was following four or five new people because I thought what they were saying was really funny. And, uh, you know, we were all talking about the same subject. Now, maybe, here's the other thing a lot of people don't know. I, like, maybe you're not following me back. There's a, I follow a lot of people who actually don't follow me back. I do too. I just don't care. Like, what? There's nothing wrong with being a fan of somebody mm-hmm. and following them, mm-hmm. and them not following you back. I mean, yes. it's, it's obviously. Uh, I always feel proud and happy when they decide to follow me back. Mm-hmm. You know, but I will follow like uh, Kanye Breast if she stopped following me or if she never yeah. had followed me. I follow her for months and she never followed me back. I never asked her to mm-hmm. uh, because I just thought she's very fucking funny. Yes, you know? there's a lot of people that I followed that started following me back. It was like, they was like, hey, one day I wondered why you wouldn't in my timeline. I realized I wasn't following you. Yeah, and it's weird too because people will be like, follow me back and then you see like they tweet like once a week. Like, why? Why do you 
what does it matter if I follow you back? You know, like I don't, like I just want uh, to interact with cool people. It's not necessarily and I want a natural interaction. Like, yeah, I don't want to force it. No, we interact with each other. Like a lot of times, uh, I uh, retweet uh, what most people say in our hashtag and things like that. So I'm looking at the, a lot of those posts. I know you listen to the show. I know right. you get the jokes. You know, I know if I say something ratchet, I don't have to deal with you know an argument because you don't fucking get it. Yeah, we actually, uh, and I don't say his name because. You know, he DM me, but somebody actually asked me, like, are you ignoring me this week? I'm like, brother, I, if I was ignoring you, I'd just block you. I don't even, you know, I, I don't deal with any type of bullshit uh, relationships through Twitter. Like, I don't care about pleasing anybody. It's my account. You know, if it was really that bad where I felt like you were annoying or something, I'd either tell you or I'd just block you and not think about it again. Yeah. So, I, you know, I would never do that. But, you know, at work sometimes, I'm not able to respond back to people. Um, yeah, I know in my job, too, a lot of times during the course of the day, I'm not able to respond. Some people hit me up as soon as I get a break or as soon as I get off, I'll just start replying back to people. Yeah, and sometimes if you say a funny joke to me, I just laugh and move on. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, there's nothing for me to add. Respond, there's yeah. nothing for me to add. It's, if it's a rhetorical joke, a rhetorical question, there's nothing for me to say to you. Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm never really ignoring people. The only people that I would say I ignore are people that just want to start shit sometimes, you know. But if you're just, if we're just chilling, making jokes, like, I don't expect you to respond to every joke I make you know. and uh, vice versa, you know. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, somebody says, oops, five stars. Uh-oh. Jesse Abiata, Abita, Abita? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was listening to your show the other day, and a friend of mine walked in and started talking shit about it. So I punched him in the mouth. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was making a sandwich at the time, so I was holding a knife. If you can give him a shout out and wish him a quick recovery, <laughs> it would be appreciated. Oh uh, yes, recover very quickly. Shout out to Jesse's friend that got stabbed in the mouth. You know, and I wish you a quick recovery, but don't be talking shit about my show, son. Okay, we stab niggas in the mouth for living. That's what we do here. We like mob deep of podcast. We we got an official uh a knife re- reporting without the news. Yeah. Alright, so um let's do the podomatic comments first. Yes, let's do this. Uh, on episode 196, have you no integrity? Uh, well, we talked about people that, you know, we're talking about artists don't need to be talking back to other artists and shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, alright, so, this dude says, and it's anonymous, which is the worst type of comments, because that means that person about to say something and they don't want their name attached to it. Artists that started out on some BS that ended up being respectable, uh, Mob Deep, they had hit it from the back with sickles in hands, and then they did shook ones, enough said. So, because I, I said, how many artists start off with no type of uh, morals and doing whack music and turn out to be actual dumb artists? artists? Now, for the record, Mob Deep Juvenile Hell wasn't necessarily a complete turn from uh, the infamous. So, number, so, right there, I think you're wrong. Off tops. Uh, juvenile Hell, while it was juvenile, I mean, them niggas was kids, and it was very, very uh-huh. ratchet, it was not, it wasn't whack. It's like, it's not like they went from doing Shake Your Ass in the Club to Shook Ones, you okay. know, so I don't really, I don't really see his point there. Um, and then he also says, no doubt Little B has made some horrible songs, but he's not whack. He actually does the based BS on purpose. It's damn near a commentary on the state of hip-hop currently. Check this out. Let me know what you think. And he linked me to this video. And uh, all I can say to that is, 
one, this nigga is still whack. Okay, he's whack. This video is still whack. Even if he did the base shit on purpose, that's being whack on purpose, which to me is even more reprehensible than accidentally being whack because you just can't help but be a whack ass nigga. Um, I've listened to his album a couple times. He whack. I've seen his YouTube videos. He's whack. Um, Lil B is a whack individual, and anybody that would try to put any type of uh, defense for his whackness is just a nigga that probably can't kick it with me. He is fucking whack, okay? There's nothing, I mean, what else can I say? Karen, you heard the album when we listened to like three or four songs in your car? Oh, it was, I'm sorry, that shit was horrible. He's like a rap ransom yes, note. Like you just cut pictures out, you know how they cut and paste. The cut and paste shit out of the paper to make a ransom note. He's a rap ransom yes, note. Yes, and his flows are a complete thought. Mm-mm. They bounce around. They make no sense. His metaphors it's, aren't even clever. He's not telling you a story. He's not painting you a picture. A lot of the beats are terrible. Um, and overall, it's just a terrible CD. Uh, and it's sad, but I'd rather hear uh, the uh, artistic dude sound better than he did. 50 Tyson? Yes. At least 50 Tyson got a fucking excuse. Yes. All right, Gator Speaks says on episode 195, Animals Are the New Slaves. Uh, what up, Rod and Karen? Just want to drop a few lines after listening to the episode. Funny as hell as always. First, skinny folk that have never been at least 80 pounds overweight can't tell me shit about dieting. <laughs> that in of itself is a conundrum. I once had to stop dating a girl after we went to her house and all she wanted to do was watch Snapped. She kept saying shit like, ha ha ha, he deserved it, didn't he, babe? I was like, yeah, she has to go. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta watch him. Uh, don't mess with Cray Cray. I always agree with that saying. I love how Karen hates all animals and doesn't consider dogs uh, to human only because they can't speak English. You gotta love her racist ass. <laughs> she doesn't discriminate whether it's an animal, Mexican, Asian, white people. Her comments sometimes are overall ratchet. Lastly, Republicans as the Republicans are the most self-righteous, only opinionate, overly opinionated bastards in the game. They say things to provoke the little man, then sit back and wonder why we all say F y'all. Well, love your show. Y'all do good work. Keep it up. Thank you. We will keep it up since you asked. Why not? What else is we going to do, Karen? The, uh, pose. Oh, okay. Let's go talk about pose. Pose. Alright, so we're going to the blog. checking out the pose. Um, and of course we have, uh, different polls for every episode. Every episode we, on the blog, we post a poll at the end. You can vote in it. You can actually leave comments. And people do leave comments sometimes. And mm-hmm. every once in a while we have one that sparks a pretty good debate. Uh, so on episode was this 196 have you no integrity mm-hmm. uh, one of the subjects we talked about was how my eagles are signing everybody like it's the motherfucking Woo-hoo! fantasy football yes and uh, I had to leave a poll for the audience how many Super Bowls will Rod's team the Eagles win now the options were just one they are too unlucky to win a lot, 32%. As long as them niggas can catch, I don't know. Them niggas, for a while, when Donovan McNabb was up, he's like, damn, nigga, what is your hands made out of? Yeah, Donovan's salty right now. He's like, word, son. Word, y'all got them after I, after I left? Word. Yeah, y'all gonna go get some help now, huh? Y'all ready to go over the cap? Oh, okay. All okay, right. Oh, all right, fuck y'all. Yeah, <laughs> two or three championships, Super Bowls, in spite of Andy Reid's lack of coaching ability, six votes for that, so that's 19%. 
So already we have, you know, a lot of people thinking they're going to win at least one Super Bowl. Four or more because the dynasty has begun. 23% people said that. So, if, and then 26% of people said, I am a salty ass hater. <laughs> Hate on haters. So that means 74% of people are smart and know that we will win the championship. At least one. At least one. Yes. Uh, Roy says... As long as Andy Reid is your coach, there's no possible way you guys will win the championship. Oh, suck my balls, boy, you salty-ass hater. <laughs> Michael says, until the offensive line can protect the QB on a regular basis and all of the skilled players learn to stop getting hurt on the regular, they ain't winning shit. Yes, I'm still bitter as fuck from that Giants-Eagle game at the end of the season. Go Giants. Well, you know what, Michael? That's why we kicked your motherfucking ass last year. Yes. And we're going to do it again. We run up the score on punk-ass Giants. <laughs> Eli Manning is a bitch. He's only a good fantasy quarterback for one month of the season. And then his stats start to slowly decline to yes, ass cheats. What is, the, what is the difference between uh, the, the, the quarterback for the Giants and the quarterback for the Cowboys in December? Nothing. They both suck. <laughs> and they both lose a lot of games. Marshall said, yes, I will jump on the bandwagon and say they will win one. I will go with everybody else and call it right now and say they will win it because that's how it usually works. Every year, the favorite to win it before camp opens up ends up the champ. Show me one person outside of Wisconsin last year this time that didn't think the Packers were going to win the Super Bowl. And fuck those Patton Oswalt big fanish haters that can't admit that. Eagles all the way. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. But on the real, good luck with that. It's going to happen sometime. That's right, Marshall. It is going to happen. I will take your sarcasm and say that it is actual enthusiasm. That's right. <laughs> Everything you just said was genuine to me, baby. Eagles all day. Mike Vick on them. Oh, yes. All right. So, uh, next one. <laughs> uh, should we feel bad for supporting tortured artists? Because we talked to uh, this out uh, when we went on the road with Shadow Dog Productions, mm -hmm. and we talked to them about um, you know how I love Eminem, but I actually love Eminem when he's more drugged up and fucked up and shit was going wrong in his life. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he got sober, and there was a period of time where I was like, yeah, I don't want to hear this shit. And then he got extra sober, and now I still like it. But I'm just saying. Should I feel bad for rooting for that? Like a lot of people love Amy Winehouse. Yeah, but you she know? was drugged up most of the time. Yeah, so I just wonder. So uh, apparently, should we feel bad for supporting torture and artists? Yes, we are enablers. Only nine percent of people said we should feel bad. Wow. Because people have no conscience, Karen. I guess not. <laughs> no, just make good music and shut up. Ninety-one percent of people said that. Wow, they're like, um, fuck you, nigga. Yeah, fuck, fuck you. Wow. Fuck Keep doing that drugs. <laughs> Keep drinking that drink. Just make me dance. Yes, I like Rihanna when she was getting beat. Um, alright, so Trojan Scooter says, No, I haven't listened to the show yet, but I'm confident that Rod agrees with me. And he didn't say what he, so no, just make your music and shut up. As if Jay says, if you self-destruct, why not make something beautiful in the process? Hmm, interesting. Yes, that is. Mudslinger says, everyone has problems. How about you sell tacos during the day or ass at night to make ends meet? Ah! Then make your musical ma magic on the side. I'd still love the music. Corey says, motherfuckers suck at making music when they all sober, happy, and shit. <laughs> Damn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, happy ass. Look at you, Mary J. Now you got a man and a husband. Get the fuck out of here. David says, I love tortured artists. In fact, 
Moore should be tortured. Well, damn. <laughs> he's for torturing. He's a Republican. He's like, <laughs> Take him to Guantanamo. Torture their ass. Make him record an album. Uh, where the hell is Dick Cheney when you need him? <laughs> Think how better Beyonce for, Beyonce's four album would be if Cheney used some of those get-mo tactics on her. Say that again. Thanks so... Think of how much of an improvement Lil B could make if he was waterboarded. Well, I just want to see him waterboarded anyway. Do we really need to have him make an album? Mm-hmm. I'll take his word that he got better. Um, I need entertainment, and them niggas have to give it unlike Cinnamon Love and a DP scene. Oh. <laughs> wow. I did not need that image. Didn't see brain. that one coming. Uh, and then the last poll, which we didn't get any comments on, uh, but we talked about these parents who... Uh, Went to confront a bully for their twin daughters who were seven. She was being picked on by a little fat 10-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And he went to let his daughter uh, hit her back. And the, the 10-year-old slapped his daughter down and said, mm-hmm. fuck your couch, nigga. And then they threw, uh, his father threw a chair at him. And <laughs> at, at his job, by the way, mm-hmm. he worked at the child's care center. <laughs> and I asked, did the parents do the right thing with that bully? 56% of people said yes, put your ch- hands on my child and all bets are off. And 44% said no, your kid needs to learn to fight back. So, there we go. Alright, man. So, Facebook, you got some comments there. Yes, you need to run down real quick. Yep. Um, Alright, so let's go back to the first episode that we posted. Um, so, we did the live feedback show, of course, and uh, we got five comments on that. M. Denise Trotter said, this is probably my favorite show so far. Also, I found a nice cow in the, out in the country. I'm going to take care of him till September when we do our pita protest cookout, Beef for Everyone. Uh, yes, ma'am. Because we, we made some jokes about going up to D.C. Yes. During the PETA uh, <laughs> museum exhibit that compares... Animals, cruelty, or not even cruelty, just animals, animals. in America to slavery. Um, and uh, I said, why not have a cookout on the opposite side of the street mm-hmm. while they protest on the other side? It'll be delicious. Yes, it will be, and it smells good, too. Tiffany said, fantastic feedback show yesterday, guys. I know you all are joking about the cookout, but I really think you can seriously pull it off. <laughs> I think we could too. I really do think we yes. could do that shit. <laughs> I um, really do too. Gabrielle <laughs> make a trip out of it. Gabrielle says, "Oh no, who said that girls with sexy voices aren't cute?" Gabrielle, I did not say that. Okay, Larry said that. That was Larry. Um, sigh. Way to kick a girl when she is down. Man, Gabrielle is so sad. She always makes me so sad with her feedback. <laughs> yes, I am one of those chicks who has a nice voice and can put it on a guy something proper. Now, the drawback is that sometimes guys get too focused on how I sound. So when they see this kind of unique biracial gal with extra wide hips, they get a little confused. Oh, Sigh. That's not a good sign. I just I don't she, know what to say to Gabrielle. Me I don't either. Try to she sound like she needs some sex. <laughs> she just needs some dick. Damn, what's the that problem? the problem. I'm throwing it at you. Get it. Marshall says, I feel you about there being some legislation on BS previews. Because I talked about the fact that I hate movie and video game previews mm-hmm. that look really cool and then you play the game and, and none of that shit's in there. Nope. You see the movie, none of that shit's in there. Mm-hmm. So he says, I feel you about there needing to be some legislation on bullshit previews. But it's been happening for a long time. Konami, Namco, and Capcom, and Square, uh, well, actually, Square Enix now. Oh, you didn't think I nerded that up on your ass, did you? <laughs> Bam, boy. I can take it there if I need to. I hold back on y'all niggas. 
I don't because I ain't a nerd. They have been up to that shit since the PS1. Of course, you've noticed the blind at the bottom of some of the commercials these days stating not actual game footage. Yes, they do do that. Yeah, they do that a lot. And and I guess that's because Congress. A.K.A. We're fucking with y'all with these game, in-game cutscenes, but y'all too stupid drooling at it to realize it ain't gameplay. I've grown to love the movie previews that pretty much show the whole movie, especially rom-com previews. They save me money. So he said, you show me the whole plot, nigga, I just won't go. That's true. Um, we also played this, uh, put the post of the video on the side about that four-year-old who was misquoted by the police, by the news to sound violent. Oh. Uh, for people that haven't heard, have you heard this game? Mm-mm. All right, let me, let me play it for people that haven't heard it. Here this morning at 4.30, more gunfire is capturing a busy night in the city, including the shooting death of a 16-year-old boy. And that gunman remains on the loose right now. This shooting happened just before 10 o'clock in the 3700 block of South Albany. Police say a 16-year-old boy was shot to death in a drive-by. The victim's identity has not yet been released. Meantime, two teenagers are wounded on the city's south side. It happened at East 74th. As an 18-year-old man and 16-year-old girl were hit while standing on the sidewalk. The male's in good condition while the girl's expecting to recover. And kids on the street, as young as four, were there to see it all unfold. And a disturbing reaction. No, I'm not scared of nothing. When you get older, you going to stay away from all these guns? No. No? No. What do you want to do when you get older? Because I live right here. Now that was the little boy they, that they played. Now you notice they said that he said I'ma have me a gun whenever they start. You know when I grow up. Mm-hmm. All right, peep that because it makes them sound. What? How do you think the kid comes off right there? Kind of. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the kid he sounds like a. Uh, keeping the project like oh my god it's like why is this kid even saying this All right. and they had up in the interview in that little boy no way that is very scary indeed so far no suspects are in custody now here is the unedited news footage that they had before you know before the news report so this is what actually was said by the little boy okay oh okay alright here we go Damn! When you get older, you gonna stay away from all these guns? No. No? No. What do you want to do when you get older? I'm gonna have me a gun. You are? Why you want to do that? You know what that is? I'm gonna be the police. Okay, well then, then you can have one. Yeah. Oh, he was completely caught out of context. <laughs> yes. Damn y'all. They didn't even play that. What the hell? Did he sign an MTV Real World contract? Oh my God. I don't understand this. They was like, fuck that. We gonna play. We wanna play. Little boy could have been no more than five or six. That should have interviewed the little kid with the parents anyway. Oh, well, the thing is, even if you were his parent and you were sitting there, Karen, oh, you, you, you would have thought that that's what they were going to show the entire, you know, the, the entire context. Clips, yes. You know, you wouldn't know that they were about to take it up there and just chop out everything he just said and make it sound like your son wants to go out and shoot, shoot people. everybody. Like, just wow. fucked up. Man. Anyway, sorry to break the room. Let's uh, move on to the next thing. Um, uh, Toya posted a video of her doing the Harlem Shake to uh to the beginning of our episode we played Mates. She was dancing. Leonard says, I read the descriptions of Sunday's show and I'm finally gonna listen to it tonight. I see that once again you have read about sword ratchetness. I'm starting to think people are out here attacking each other with swords just so they can get mentioned on the black guy who tips. 
They've been owning these things for years and had no reason to do anything with them. Now they're like, oh shit, son, I could get my name mentioned on a fly-ass podcast if I get ratchet with this sword. Anyway, keep up the good work. I don't think that's what's happening at all. I think I've uncovered the truth. And now, sword ratchetness is just being exposed. It's yes. always been out there. Nobody yes. wanted to talk about it. We're looking for one sword at a time. Uh, I also found a great Tumblr site, hugsfromdrake.tumblr.com. Uh, yes, Check classic that out. pictures. Check that out. Um, and let's see, we got Carl says, I saw a commercial for a high school online. Really? Online high school? Yeah, I've seen online college. Online high school? Yeah, they're actually starting to do it now where um, they have certain school districts that are starting to do like their whole programs like online. Wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, so, there's going to be some dumbass kids. I'm sorry, you need a teacher. So, of course, in these commercials, you know, they always have like the, uh, I'll try to use a Rachel, ra- racial kaleidoscope. They try mm-hmm. to get everybody involved. Yep. So, it says, the white guy says, I need a flexible schedule for my music. The white girl says, I want to go at my own pace. Then the black guy says, I can't go to school and take care of my kids. Well, damn. I just wanted to ask how many dudes make that sacrifice to miss school to take care of their kids. (laughs) What kind of lazy ass choice is that? Man, it's either get my degree or take care of these kids, man. That's why I decided to get my degree. And I'm a deadbeat daddy, so you know how we do it. <laughs> Gabrielle made several comments because Gabrielle is a prolific commenter. She went all the way back into the, 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 the vault and listened to episode 121, Freaks in Denial. She said, Y'all got me cracking up. Uh, LOL, because Rye was sick and was off the hook. All of your guests seem hecka cool and would love to hear more about them. As for the guest whose ex boyfriend wanted, or her, wanted her to use something on him, and she's talking about Deidre. Whose, whose boyfriend at the time said, I want you to use this strap on and fuck me in my ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude is in straight denial. Yes, that is a double entendre. Get it? Straight denial? <laughs> Personally, I seem to meet guys who aren't open-minded. Sigh. She sighs a lot. I'm just gonna... I need... Can you make a sigh sound, Karen? <sighs> Alright. Personally, I seem to make meet guys who are, aren't open-minded. <sighs> And it seems like now I either meet a guy who likes my personality, may think I'm cute, but isn't into me physically. Or I meet a guy who I have super strong, super strong intense chemistry with, who turns out to be just crazy like a mofo, oh. and psychotic, flashing on me and whatnot. Sorry. It's so hard when it comes to dating nowadays, especially in the romance department. Keep up the great work. Y'all are off the hook. My favorite podcast without a doubt. So then she continued to listen on. She says, listen to 121, but I think Gabrielle used, oh, Gabriel, that's the dude, used Holly as a meal ticket. I do agree that she was a problem because I said, listen, Holly Berry has a problem picking men, period. Mm-hmm. So this last dude, everybody's like, this last dude is the worst. No, no. Mm-hmm. Holly Pitt likes dudes that ain't shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna just get over that. That's all. Um... I do agree that she has a problem with picking purely ratchet men, but as a chick who has had some dating problems, a lot of that comes from low self-esteem and some really shady men who seriously play games. Personally, I have no respect for Holly's ex as he seems a bit cold on the gravy train and probably fed on her insecurities. I mean, come on, who knew David Justice would be beating chicks and that the other ex was an admitted sex addict? David, David, that's David Craig or something like that. Something oh, like that. David, yeah. One of them, one of them old pretty R&B ass niggas. 
I just I just think that Holly has been through some hard stuff and probably has some trust issues with men. Yes, and the thing about crazy, crazy is always in denial, and crazy thinks everything is always somebody else's fault. Well, then Gabrielle was like, I need some more feedback. Oh. As for the Beyond Straight, Beyond Scared Straight show. Now remember, we talked about this show. It was um, a while ago, yeah. And we saw there were some hideous looking women on there. Yeah. Whose job it was to, huh? Diablo. Diablo, yes, she was one of them. Whose job it was to scare kids yes. into not going to prison. Yes. Okay, that's the name of the show. So she says, oh, y'all are hating on the kind of masculine chick with the name of the devil? Diablo. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I am an open-minded chick in an open-minded city. So her appearance, minus the tattoos, nigga, the tattoos are everything. You can't just minus the tattoos. No, the tattoos on her face, nigga, on her face. It's not unusual. It's just that face tattoos that really go above and beyond being masculine. But hey, but they do like look like prison tats. And I have known enough dudes from prison to tell that kind of tat. <sighs> it looks like maybe she was going for a beard or a goatee look. Y'all didn't mention the other chick, Lil Scrappy, who was small but very aggressive. I say that to say, hey, people are people. And a lot of guys like masculine looking chicks. Just saying, smiley face. Word? Nigga, no, you are wrong. Wrong as hell. Nobody nope. likes masculine looking chicks that have beard goatees and shit. Nobody. What dude have you met in your life that's like, mm, Diablo? Nah. I got to get some of that girl. And what dude is like, mm, I want somebody that can take control of me? No. Right. Ain't nobody ever uh, looked at Diablo and, and decided that it's time to let's get it on. You know what I mean? Like, she, she got, like, she has face tattoos for a reason. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she has she has face tattoos because she she definitely is trying to scare you straight, and she she's she's scaring me straight because I would not fuck that. That is a that is a man. So I, I don't know. I I think that it's it's kind of unfair to just say that. Oh no, nah, it's Diablo, man. You got to understand. You got to you know you got to be more open minded to people. And, and, no, fuck that. Nobody, nobody's ever done, nobody's ever done that, man. You ever see Diablo and say, I hear you calling, here I come, baby. Hey, Diablo. Hey, girl. I like what you're doing with them face tattoos. Why don't you take that orange jumpsuit off and, uh, hop in the, hop in the sauna real quick. Um. So you uh you come here often? Are you a top or a bottom? <laughs> Nobody ever said that shit to Diablo. Fuck that. It's ridiculous. Gabrielle, you tripping? You a little cray cray? We don't need that on this show. We already got a little cray cray person, and that's Marshall. I'm sorry, Marshall, but we all knew this. Don't get mad. All right, let's go to the emails. We love you, Marshall. Jay says, "Yo, zombie race. I'm totally in." We should all do this. I'll be coming with the crew of the SA, Superior Athletes. Ha ha ha. Uh, that's, what, that's what she typed. Uh, we do crazy races all the time. We're actually doing this one in VT this weekend, which is a Spartan race about being a super Spartan. Wow. She's hardcore. Anyway, we're remember, she was just buying a book about bacon last week. Anyway, we're in Connecticut, but we're already discussing it. Planning some kind of meetup for 
listeners of both of the shows would be awesome, and she tagged Chris to this email too. So she thinks it would be awesome <laughs> to have a uh, zombie the, participate in the zombie uh, Olympics or whatever they were doing. <laughs> and she and then it has like a logo on it that says "Warning: If zombies chase you, I'm tripping you." Yeah, chase us. Oh, chase us. I'm sorry. Yeah, so she don't give a fuck. Um, Delfano writes in. Speaking of crackheads, oh. sup fam? So I'm at the barber shop waiting to get a cut, and this lady walks in with her son. She has to be about four or five years old. Keep in mind... Oh, he. The boy has to be four or five years old. Keep in mind that she's on a cell phone the whole time. Uh There's a pool table in the center of the shop, and some niggas was playing each other for scratch. The little <laughs> I hope that means money. That sounds like nineteen oh. seventy slang. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm like, I hope that means money and they ain't really been scratching each other. Some niggas was playing each other for scratch. When the young blood walked up to the pool table <laughs> and reached up and said what it is, brothers, and touched one of the balls, one of the dudes was like, What the fuck? Get your boy, man. Fuck. The lady glances up and tells the boy to stop. The little boy drops down and starts tripping. He's on the floor pulling a turbo. He's spinning and crying, flipping and flipping. He's got a random dude, nasty hair all over him. His mom is egging him and just sitting there on the celly. It's hella uncomfortable up in that bitch. Niggas are steady mean mugging her. You know, like I'm saying, get this little fucker out of here with their eyes. Yes. The women in the back getting their nails did are glaring at him. At this particular moment, a crackhead enters. He's like... Anybody want to buy a skillet? Ah! That's my crackhead voice. <laughs> and that sounds like... That sounds like a Dave Chappelle skit. Anybody want to buy a skillet? No? Now on... <laughs> how about some Uno cards? Damn. Crackheads have the most random shit to sell. They never had two things that match. Nope. Like, anybody want to buy a skillet? No? Okay, how about a crock pot? No, it's a skillet. Nope. Uno cards. PlayStation joystick? Nope. Okay, I gotta go. Double A batteries? Nope. Yeah. Uno cars. It's only missing a few out of the deck. Nope. Who's badass kid? Y'all need to kick him the fuck out. He's bad for business. Ah! Then he just walks out. The lady hangs up the phone, picks up the kid, drags his ass outside. I'm tweeting this whole incident as it happens and cracking the fuck up. But anyways, you see, sometimes you need a good crackhead to break the tension and call motherfuckers out. Ah! Because as you said, Rod, crackheads only have two words in life. Crack... And things, i.e. a used skillet and a half deck of Uno cards, they can sell to get crack. I'm out. Bam. Delfrano, the dream killer. Ah, so took a crackhead and be like, bitch, get your kid. Yes, because like you said, there's only two things in crack. Shit I can sell to get crack. That's it. That's what I worry about. So maybe Obama needs to get him a crackhead. <laughs> this debt selling shit is uh, stupid, son. Anybody want to buy a TV? All right, I'm out. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is ugly. Peace. <laughs> uh, in the bleachers right saying Rod and Karen loving the show the tailgate discussion is great I drive an Isuzu Trooper great car the best thing Japan ever came out with at the Playstations I love my car her name's Shelby she's a sweet beast I've never played with her life like that by slamming on brakes she might get hurt but when, I, when I'm getting tailgated I slow down way 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 down if they're in a hurry to get, they can get in the left lane and pass me. I don't speed, I don't rush. 
If I'm gonna, if I gotta get somewhere at time X, I leave earlier. That's right. Shelby's only been hit once. Some Yahoo in the Dodge Neon slammed into the back of the car when I stopped at a changing yellow light to avoid running it on Third Street. Didn't slam on brakes, just rolled to a stop. Jerk messed up my rubber plastic on my wheel. Well, tire flaps, uh, and plus ding my bumper. Fifteen hundred dollars worth of damage for a new bumper and tire flap. His insurance got that. Yes, it is. I doubt his insurance got his car, though. His whole front end was sort of messed. I've got a tow hook on my car, and I went through his headlight, pushed his steering column back into his chest, airbag deployed, his hood crumpled up all the way over his windshield, broke his bumper off, and he had a legit screwed up and total car. Wow. I win SUVs for life. Yes, you do. And on top of that, the uh, older cars... Are made better than newer cars and SUVs are like Tonka trucks. You don't mess with them shit. Rod, I'm with you on the Bad Girls Club. This season looks legit, dog. Judy is insane. Yes, yeah, she is. That's my voodoo dog. Yeah, she's from New Orleans and she's crazy as fucking shit. That's the one who said, I might just be crazy. Yeah. She, she meant that with her heart, too. I was like, oh, I felt that. No, she, thank you. She even did the Kung Fu Killer Wolf, wolf Bitch, like head tilt. Like, I might just be crazy. Crazy eyes stare. You're like, okay, yes, I agree. You're right. Yes. Baby is a bit annoying. Slowly walk away. Baby is a bit annoying. Angelic, and I think Tasha is her name, are legit. Shelly the lesbian is cool, but a bit overbearing. And she's big as hell. Natasha will be adult, the adult sort of. Tiara is a lightweight. She gets fall down drunk instantly. Judy versus Brandy would have been a nice battle for Psycho Royale. Now on the rap tip. Blasphemy of the... Yo! The Bad Girls Club should do an all-star thing. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that be cool, Bad Girls All-Stars? Uh, you just bring back the baddest bitches from each season, the make them live somewhere in the city, and you know it's going to get ratchet immediately? Mm-hmm. They've done enough seasons. They got 10, 12 seasons, something like that. I need to contact Oxygen. This needs to yes. happen. All right. Get on it, old. Now, on the rap tip, Blasphemy on the Wu-Tang Clan's double disc Wu-Tang Forever. That entire thing is money. Wu is always forgotten. Always. Okay, fine. Secondly, Strictly For My Niggas is a great album by Pac. Apparently, everyone forgot he made that one because they were either too young to listen to it or they were there weren't enough radio hits to make people buy it. I like Strictly For My Niggas, though. I think the one we were talking about was a double album yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar to Slim Shady LP, albeit without the high. My name is Mega Hit. He got bigger later, and people totally forgot how real and raw he was in his debut. Holla, if you hear me, it's still one of my favorite rap, uh, favorite beats and rap performances. Uh, I think mine is if my homie calls. That's my shit. Uh, of course, I think Brenda had a baby was on there. I gotta mm-hmm. go back and check it. I think so. Now, need some advice before I go. I talked to a friend, and he got a girlfriend. He was asking about my girlfriend situation, if I had any prospect. The answer is yes, girls want to date me, but no, I don't want to date them. His advice, pick a girl based on location. Scrap the girls that I hang out with for now. Pick one, but choose the one in the prime location. The options, a girl who lives near me, a girl who lives near the bar, and a girl at Chapel Hill. Only choose one. I'm a monogamous type, and quite honestly, the juggling of girls is stressful. It's hard enough to talk to one girl on the regular. Talking to two or three would be one of my worst nightmares. I don't know how cheaters do it, to be honest. Um... I'm leaning towards Chapel Hill, but need you guys' input. My house is 10 minutes in a cab from the bar, so getting closer isn't a big issue. Plus, that would put me in the same neighborhood as my ex-girlfriend. But walking home from the bar across the street is something I do miss. A girl that lives near me would be good, except she might come to my house, and I hate to pop in. Yes, Chapel, Hill, Chapel Hill would give me somewhere convenient to park my car 
for games, a bed to sleep in without fail after I tailgate and go, I go out. Odds are she has a friend for my friends, and I'd be long-distance relationships, so I wouldn't have to do a midweek dinner and stuff. Knowing all these things, what's your vote? Love the show. Looking forward to hearing it. Black girls, uh, uh be... I thought that you were say black girls online. I was like, what? No. Uh, Bad Girls Club on the Ox, son. BGC on the Ox. Uh, my answer to that is, I don't give a fuck about your dating life. All right, next one. <laughs> um, David writes in, Karen's Fashions. Over the time I've been listening to this show, Karen has shared with us glimpses into her childhood fashions. She's always talking about that damn Jerry curl. And now in episode 198, she told us that if hammer pants ain't work for her, then they ain't gonna work for Chris Brown. I instantly got a mental image of her standing next to Ozone teaching some little Hispanic boy how to break dance. Ah! <laughs> hammer pants and a curl... Damn, Karen was walking around like Turbo and shit. I was, man. And I used to love break dancing too, man. We used to do that at the house. We used to have like the beatbox with the cardboard. We used to be on the side of the house break dancing. <laughs> we were terrible too. Rod, do those voice actresses look as good as they sound? Because I want, I want them to whisper sweet nothings in my ear. Dog, they was hot. Yeah. They was looking good. You should definitely uh, follow them. I know, I think only Alexa Yeams is on Twitter, but y'all should definitely look them up. They hot. Um, it's also good to hear Rod is talk, talking the new audiobook deal he got from Tyler and Tyrese. So, serious. It's taking the, taking the new audiobook deals he got from Tyler and Tyrese. So serious that he's warming up some audio plays. Good to see such dedication and work ethic. Way to get out of your own way. Nigga, please. Uh, Latoya, <laughs> a.k.a. Toya, writes in, yes. Well, hello, Joker and Riddler. It's been so long since we got Ratchet together. I know, right? I almost forget we ever tangled. Well, anyways, I'm returning from my vacation. I've always, I've attached a photo to show you guys my Ratchet travels, even to Hawaii. I want to thank Rob for having me dance on camera to my early youth with that Bad Boys Jam video already uploaded. Anyways, what's this I heard about someone trying to take my spot in your heart, Karen? <laughs> in my homie the clown voice, Taz don't play that. You already spoken for. Ain't that right, Rod? I'm still catching up on shows. The difference is this time I want I want to have a beautiful oceanic vocabulation, baby. That's what she put it quote uh, <laughs> parentheses. I appreciate the uh uh, oh, a beautiful oceanic view. Uh, I appreciate the romantic scenery you set for all that prison rape that dude from Norway hopefully should be getting right now. Karen, just like you, I have forgotten how they lured me in with all that beautiful trailer in The Last Airbender, and then the movie was shit. Yes. Do you hear me? Shit! And yes, I'm screaming in my Samuel L. Jackson voice. <laughs> well, I must be getting back to the ratchetness of my family reunion. Love, peace, and hair grease. Taz, a.k.a. Batman, and she gave us this picture here that said, need need money for POJ I'm so, I'm so with a marijuana, oh, for, with, for pot with a marijuana leaf. And, this and it's just a dude that doesn't even look homeless, and the nigga got a, a couch cushion that he's, he's laying, laying on. on. And is that porn in the background he got going on? That is a fucking awesome picture. Yes, that is. Uh, I, anyway, that's, that's <laughs> awesome, Toya. I'm glad you had a great vacation. And yes, Karen is spoken for. By me, nigga. The fuck you think this is? Saint <laughs> chill. Alright, man. So, um, 
I guess we got one voicemail, right? Is that the only thing left? And then we got live calls? Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's play the voicemail real quick. Uh, and it's from our favorite fan. Uh, all right, not favorite, but it's from Gabrielle. Wait a minute. Where did the voicemail go? I don't know. Uh, all right, well, let's see. Let me check uh, Pamela real quick. Uh-oh. Um, let's see if I fuck something up because that could possibly have happened. Uh-oh. You might do like the last time. We might have to get off and come back on. Uh, nah, I would know. Let's see. This must be it. Okay. Hey, Rod and Karen. It's me, Gabby. Um, I guess I'm the official biracial gal of the podcast. Yo. Um, <laughs> calling from California, of course. I'm sure you can tell. Um, just want to say, love your podcast. As always, I'm listening to, like, lately, I, I haven't even been listening to Rachel at Hour and SNBC or even NPR. I've just been listening to your podcast, like, every day, going through all the, the back episodes, cracking up, trying to, you know, kind of laugh while I do my, my work. Um, the podcast rocks. I want to give it up for, you have the most hilarious, like, pictures. I guess the, the picture image for the podcast on iTunes. So when I play it and I look to see what's playing, there's an image of Kayla and Kayla crying, which is all sorts of rap in this poor gal. She lost her mind. Um, and then there's like one where this guy, and I guess he's a dog or something, but then a lady is by the fire hydrant looking at like, hilarious. Just a lot of tomfoolery and hilariousness and rapidness, and I love it, and it cracks me up. Um, yeah, uh, I just, I love, I love the podcast, you all have been cracking me up. I don't watch the, the, what, the Bad Girl Club because I don't have that channel. Um, I kind of wonder what is the purpose? Just chicks going crazy in the house? I don't know, I don't know. This ratchetness, this lots of nudity. Yes, I don't know. That's but it probably makes good TV. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, I'm watching the timer right now. Um, yeah, just I haven't watched it, but your like your reports make me want to watch it. Um, trying to think, I've never gone to a. I'm like listening to, to back podcasts. I've never gone to a football party or the Super Bowl party. But I don't know what the deal is about that. Um, you guys are just doing an awesome job. I love all of your guests. I just heard the one about the lady who had the boyfriend, and she wanted her to perform something on him. Yeah, she's better off without that dude, because when someone's on the under about their proclivities, then they're lying to themselves, you know. It's better to meet them a mate. It's straight up about their freakiness. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so, um, love you guys, love your show, uh, you know, keep up the great work. Uh, I'm still gonna ask y'all for some dating advice because. No. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm just not pulling her in, 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 in Cali like I should, so I definitely need some help. Okay, have a great day. Bye. Alright, peace. Um, yeah, a lot of people miss out on the pictures that we include for each podcast. If you're downloading it straight from iTunes, you can actually see uh, the pictures we put. And we try to put something funny and ironic pertaining to yes. what we talked about on the show. And some of them are hilarious. And one time, I forgot we had one with a picture of Dildo. So I have, so sometimes I got to remember to keep like, the image in the background. I'm like, <laughs> oh, snap, I got a Dildo. Now, for the record, listen and listen carefully. I want everybody to understand about this. I don't give a fuck about your love life. Period. When I told y'all that I only care about the people I'm fucking, I meant that. I, stop worrying about people you're not fucking. I don't care if you can't find a man. I don't care if your girl's gonna live three hours away or live close to the bar. It doesn't matter to me. Um, by the way, phone line is open 704 557 0186. 
uh call leave us uh you know or call and uh, we'll answer and we'll talk to you guys live yeah talk to uh, you directly so if anybody wants to call uh you know go ahead and do that um but yeah i don't care about your love life period that is a ridiculous notion to me like i don't if people would just stop caring so much about people that are not fucking life would be better mm-hmm. you know like it because because honestly the people you're not fucking are the worst people anyway mm-hmm. there's a reason you're not fucking them so when y'all call it oh what should i get a man should i do this i don't care i don't know what i can't date you i'm married i don't want you so like what the fuck do you, what does it matter you know and then you're gonna just turn it's just like when people when somebody says well can you tell me what movie I should go see? And then what do they do? They get mad at you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yo, man, why'd you tell me to go see Planet of the Apes? Man, suck my dick, man. Have your own conscience. <laughs> make your own decision. I can't live in your pocket. I don't know how much money you make, man. Maybe that last, that was your last $10 and now you can't pay child support. That's true. All I'm saying is, y'all motherfuckers need to make your own decisions about shit, man. Anyway. um, And then, uh, you know, I think Gavin might be a little crazy. I think so too. Cause last week she called and she left us like thirty minutes worth of messages, messages. and um, that was a little ratchet. You know, thirty minutes worth of messages. I don't know if there's. I don't talk to my mom for thirty minutes when I call her. Oh me either. And I love that nigga. So that is no, like mm-hmm. it's a little. No, we we make it short and sweet. Yeah, it's a little too much for me, man. But um, yeah, that's part of it. And then the other thing too is like uh, she left like. A bunch of responses on our Facebook page, which hey, I'm happy yes. to respond to. And I'm glad you enjoy and love the show. Right, but but some of your stances. Diablo, have y'all niggas seen Diablo? I have. Let me send a picture of Diablo to the chat room. Let's do that. Cause cause I think I don't think I I think I don't sometimes I don't think they understand. Oh, oh we got oh, a call coming. Call? Let me let me. Hey, welcome, welcome to the Black Guy Tips. What's up? Oh hey hey Ryan Candace Margaret. Hey, hey, babe. What's going on, Margaret? I'm doing good. Awesome. What do you have to say about all this ratchetness we're talking about today? Well, um, I'm just going to talk about the bad girl club. I don't like Judy. Judy is so nasty to me, honestly. Like, I was cool <laughs> at first. But then she lost me when she got mad and spit on the pizza. Oh. Did y'all see that part? Yes. Oh. I was like, uh, uh-uh. and then I like I surprised one of them and they cut in the mouth because like you don't mess with my food. That's if I just pay for it and you got mad, you want to spit on it, throw hair on it just because of some look. I can't remember what they was arguing about, but it was still childish. Yes. Angelique uh. talking about she had a baby. Like, oh, I can drink more of y'all and stuff. Like, okay, really? What did that have to do with things? And she spat on. She spat on everybody's pizza. Like. The thing is, she only had beef with, like, two people. But then she spat on everybody's fucking pizza. It's like, um, so what about the people that was cool with you? They just got to eat spit tonight, too? No. And then what's the point of spitting in somebody's food and telling them? I worked fast food for years. You never tell somebody nope, that shit. You never. You don't give them the burger and be like, here's your spit, asshole. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so stupid, man. But, yeah, she was the nasty. She was ratchet oh, for no reason. Yes, at all. Ooh. And they were fighting over the dog. I didn't get that. like, can I just go buy a new dog for that bad? I'm like, oh. Yeah, that was a. And the thing is, like, they get all that shit free. So, yeah. so it's like, why are you getting so upset? Because honestly, Oxygen gave you a fucking house. They gave you voodoo dolls and they gave you shit. And, and immediately you're like, this is mine. And just start fighting and beating up each other's picture. Like, all oh, this shit is free. Calm down. Yes. They don't, they, they ain't deserving. 
But Amy, I mean, I, that was she was like, oh, shit, we got a jacuzzi, y'all looking at them? That's like, ooh, they was some ghetto chicks. Yes, they were. I was like, damn, baby, they act like they ain't never been nowhere. They were so happy, though, because at the beginning, they was all cool and shit. Yes. Remember that? Hey, bitch, what's up, my bitch? Bitch yeah. ass, bitch I, I, I bitch. I didn't know we greet people with bitches now. I really didn't know that. <laughs> I, I never did. That's yes. like, oh, this must be something I never caught on. Me <laughs> Yes, get up a handshake. It's just, what's up, bitch? Well, uh, thank you for your call, uh, Margaret. Uh, and we appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to see if anybody else wants to get through it. All right? All right, man. Bye. All right, man. But, um, yeah, that was, yeah, that's hilarious, man. That What's up, my bitch-ass, bitchy bitch bitch? I'm like, wow, we greet people like this now? I guess we do. I don't know what y'all were raised. Even in my family reunion, you can't do no shit like that. My aunts never walked up to my mama like, bitch, get over here, bitch. No, I guess yeah. I was of the age where that might be fighting words. Yeah, yeah that's no. get your ass kicked words. Yes. What, you call me a bitch? What? <laughs> bitch bitch is not, uh, does not replace friend. Right. <laughs> that's what y'all replacing. Like, even, I don't know how cool you gotta be to do that. I mean, because... I mean, some people say bitch is like the N-word, but uh, I, it's a little it's a little different than the N-word exactly, but uh, it ain't that far off. But I just know that people don't start off with bitch, you know. Only on the Bad Girls Club you start off with bitch. Bitch, what's up, bitch? You're like, whoa, really? Is this how we going? Uh, and for the chat room people, I definitely put um, a picture of Diablo for y'all. Y'all tell me, does she look like a woman to you that you would want to nail? Is that what y'all masturbate to these days? Is that what y'all in your head? Is that what you're doing? Oh, not. Come on. Gabrielle, you know you was wrong. You cray-cray. That's all. You look cray-cray. She was, did you know she hit me up on Twitter and she was talking about um all the, uh like, why can't I find a man and all this stuff. And so I hit up Mr. Player Hater and was like, can you help her? You need to oh, talk to yes. her. She, she would be a great guest for his show. Yeah, but even he was like, no. Crazy is too much work. I was like, uh, damn. Uh. If Miss Player don't want to talk to you, that that's, that's pretty bad. That's a sad day. Cause he'll talk to anybody. Yes, he will. But um, all right. Well, we're coming up on an hour. Uh, we got a we got one live phone call. I don't think we got too many other people coming through. So we'll we'll stop it now. But I appreciate everybody that was in the chat room. I see we had a lot of people in that chat. Yeah. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, start wrapping up the show. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and tell them where they can find us. Of course, you can find us on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is in DAT. You can find us on Google Plus. Yes. Just go for Rodimus first name, last name Prime. Mm hmm Or Karen. Oh, say that again. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? Say that again. First name. Say that again. Last name. Yeah. And so uh, you can also find us on theblackoutist.com where you can do uh, donations to the show. Mm -hmm. uh, you can do one-time donations. You can do recurring mm -hmm. donations. We I got to get used to, to, to the Google Plus, so I'm sorry, baby. It's okay. We ain't got to apologize. Um, of course, you can always call the show during live feedback and talk to us. 704-557-0186. Save that number. We always like interacting with our fans. We do. Unlike many podcasts, they could give a fuck about y'all. That's right. Yeah. They just take your money and then they be like, nigga, stop emailing me. I'm tired of this bullshit. Ha, ha, You know ha, what I mean? Ha, ha, How many podcasts you know that would talk to Gabe? Gabrielle? True. Exactly. They just be like, oh, she crazy. The end. <laughs> but I said, no, I will entertain Gabrielle. Yes. Because maybe she's a millionaire. She wants to donate a million dollars to the project. I don't know. Nah, I just, but I will entertain, you know. Um, and you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And, of course, join our Facebook page. Just search The Blackout Tips. Go on there. Definitely add us as one of the people that you like, you know. 
because uh, we try to interact with people on there too. Um, and uh, you can vote in the polls. There will be a poll after this show. Probably something like, is Gabrielle crazy or not? Um, and I expect most of you to say yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Karen, uh, you got, uh, you want to do some, uh, Gabrielle side before we leave? <sighs> All right. Well, that sounds like it's going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning into the Yay. feedback. Appreciate the people that did the chat. Everybody that spread the word, that retweeted the tweets. That shit is awesome. Uh, I'm telling you, we are not famous. We're just two regular niggas with a microphone. Um, and this podcast shit is really getting good for us where we're able to take it on the road and do shit and, uh, you know, it's it's really it's it's really been interesting because it's like my man Aaron Rand Freeman said, "Hey, you broke, but nigga, you got fans." You know? Yeah. So I appreciate that, man. So I uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and um, thank you for um, calling in too. Yeah, thanks for donating. Uh, thank Margaret uh, for calling. Call in. Uh, and don't be intimidated to call in, guys. We're yes. not famous. No. I wish I could take. A, I'm gonna take a picture of this room one day, and y'all gonna be like. Oh shit! I can call them. It's like calling my my grandma or some yes, shit. Like, yes, and we and we, and we I, I don't know if people think we're going to snap or uh, something like that. No, we we we're not, y'all. That's what I'm gonna do. Not. I'm gonna wait till somebody calls and be like, "Fuck you, nigga! Get the fuck off my phone! Stop playing! It's bullshit! I'm tired of y'all! Go, Obama! I'm out!" <laughs> no, we're not going to do any of that. We All love right. to hear from you guys. All right, man. Uh, tomorrow's guest will be Chris Lambert, and I'm looking for one more guest to get. Uh, so I'm hoping that somebody responds to this email. Or else I'm just Maybe I'll get a random guest. I don't care. Yes. Uh, yeah, people to keep hitting us up. Yeah, That's maybe I got team. a list. I got a list. But um, all right, man. Until tomorrow, I love you. You too. Mom
Hear your body calling me. 